Watching him play is unsettling. Every time he like jumps, I'm like, he's gonna snap his leg. In half. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I yeah. the same thing this weekend. Yeah, I was like, I oh was, god, oh god. The whole time, every don't game I him. had he's him delicate. on, I was just like, oh please, please, don't hurt yourself, man. You're <laughs> so small. Yeah, I, like he's he's big as fuck. He's tall. Like wasn't he like seven two or seven, something one, like that? Yeah, seven one? Yeah, But like he's se- he's seven feet tall with a seven six wingspan, and Crazy. he's a hundred pounds. Like it's not. It's I'm just like, oh, I know what he looks like an anime character, dude. It's Imagine weird. getting boxed out by that guy. That has to be the most fucking painful thing because his fucking just, rigid yeah. ass bones are just like a like a bag through. of Rubik's cubes. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, just like a pouch full of loose CDs. Just, just right into your right into your fucking sternum. It has to be so unpleasant. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of that one. I generally don't know if we were talking about that, but it's very funny to know that you know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you, very, very have you lit, watched the entire thing? Oh, yeah. The Latin Kings of Comedy? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, man, yes, yes, so yes. good. Very, very familiar. Yeah. I do remember it being like... I mean, it's George Lopez, it's Cheech Marin, it's Paul Rodriguez, and then it's two dudes that I do not remember. <laughs> Wasn't one of them? No, it wasn't Greg Giraldo. He wasn't that big back then. No, no, I don't know. It's two random guys. Also, Latin Kings of comedy gets a little dicey, seeing as Latin Kings is also. I I always thought about that. I was like, I I always used to think of that, and I think I get it's a play on the Kings of comedy, which is like you know Bernie Mac and all them, but. Oh, well, look at that. I typed in Latin Kings of comedy, and it said, "Did you mean the Latin King Gang?" (laughs) Not great. Yeah, uh, Paul Rodri- Joey Medina and Alex Raimundo. That's who it was. I seen oh, it. Alex yeah. Raimundo had the special about um, him moving to Hollywood from I think like Mexico or something like that. I, I specifically just remember the opening. It, it, it was called Hick Hispanic was the name of his special. Oh, I do remember, remember this guy? guy. He was the guy that wore that backwards dad hat. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I Tad's currently wearing. Because uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I am looking at a picture of him performing stand-up, and he's wearing the exact same hat that Tad is wearing. Yes. Uh, literally. That, Tad, do you have this shirt on? I do remember this guy. No, I, I just do you own a shirt? Jim, Jim shirt. <laughs> do you own I, this I shirt? own a shirt similar to that. So. I kind of hope you, you might want to go that. one that looks on. a little baggier and boxier than the It is. I, I mean, wear. let's be honest. He was Which, bigger in the early 2000s, and yeah. that was that look. Um, yeah, you know what's funny? We're talking about this, and I just remember this now. My coworkers and I at the theater were talking about this yesterday. Um, how like in from like two thousand and I don't know, like two thousand four to two thousand fourteen, every stand up special started off with like a little sketch right up top. Do you remember that? For yeah, like there a, was a lot of that, wasn't there? Because he had one. His I weirdly remember his because it was like his his father was a uh, a cliff diver. And his mom convinced him to move to America by giving him a blowjob. That was the bit. And then his wife convinced him to move from Texas to Hollywood with a blowjob. That was the bit. And then I remember him saying, what was the other damn bit that he had? Oh, he has the bit about um, he his dad told him to ask his mom why uh, they have so many children. And the mom's response was, "Told I told him I'm not going to suck his dick. Uh, so... That's what I remember about Alex Raimundo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a little tangent. It it just opened up as we talked about, again, the Latin Kings comedy, which, again, Google is like, no, you meant the Latin Kings, the gang. So 
Yeah, I mean, the Latin Kings have better. They have better marketing. Better marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Longer standing brand. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we're talking decades and decades of history there. Yeah, that's wonderful. All right, I mean, hey, and with that, welcome to NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit like comedy specials and the Latin Kings. Uh, As you can hear, all of us are back today. It's a full on, full grown. I can't know. What I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. Who gives a shit? I'm your sure. host, Nikki Kiles, aka Stan the Astro Van Gundy. Uh, <laughs> At first, when I read it, I was like, "Wait, what is he going for?" Now I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't love it. An Astro Van? You ever seen Astro Van? Oh, they're like the really thick vans that you can like fit a whole team in and get them yeah, all no, to no, wherever no, you got to go. I'm very familiar with an, with the concept of an Astro. Van. Yeah, I just like state. My my simple brain. I'm also glad that you went with Stan and not Jeff because then it wouldn't it wouldn't have hit as hard. So nah, good for you. You got to get Stan Van and a baby. Yeah, a baby. it's a lot better. I I, it's why I wish they had a sister named Jan. <laughs> and why the hell isn't he named Dan? All right, too many. Anyways, <laughs> those are the little uh, nose snickers of my brother from the same mother, Jay. It's me, guys. Jay, aka Jason Taintum. Gross. Hate that. <laughs> Hate it. I agree, and that was our brethren with less me- our brethren. Well, let's go ahead and take that back. I agree, and that was our brethren with less melanin, Tad. Hey, what's up? It's Tad, aka excuse me. Wow, which is not on back? our A game today. You take that back? AKA Josh Giddy up. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'm happy that you guys are both finally back because finally we can have an actual It Counts episode of Nikki Keela's Random Stat Quiz. Wow! Back. Yeah. As we had recently talked already through text message, and folks, a few of you probably know out there, uh, currently LeBron James, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are tied for the scoring title. They all have 29.8 points per game. It's they're all like it's literally point oh one difference between the three. It's wild. Um, it is pretty much I'm you know I, there's me- multiple times that the final game has been the decider for uh, the scoring championship. But can you tell me which NBA player has come in second place three times with fewer than a point? Uh, or a 1.0, I should say, like less than a point. Literally 1.5% of points. Second place three times in his NBA career. <clears throat> Is this MVP? No, for the scoring, scoring title. Champ. Scoring title? Oh, okay. Who has had the most points per game? I'm going to go with James Harden. Okay. Go with uh, Kevin Durant. Ain't. Think older. All right, Tad, you get your second guess. Carl Malone. Okay. Give me Kobe. Eh. Was a Western Conference player, though, and played against both. Yeah, was played while both of those people were there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. Okay. This is your last chance. Played against both. Oof. Western Conference? Oh. Mother effer. I'm going to go <laughs> Mitch Richmond. <laughs> I think someone who scored a lot. I guess yeah, Mitch Richmond. Yeah, Mitch Richmond. I'm, I'm sorry. He did. Still, like, he did. Not like that, but. Yeah. Damn it. I have no idea. 
bigger gentleman. Oh, sorry. Um. Oh, Shaq. Correct. That's what I was going to say. Damn it. He lost to Michael Jordan in 98, Allen Iverson in 99, and David Robinson in 95. Wow. The smallest point differential ever in NBA history is a two-way tie. Point one. In 1978, George Gervin had 27.2. And in 2012, Kevin Durant had 28. And they were... Oh, I can't. There we go. Uh, George Gervin beat David Thompson, and Kevin Durant beat Kevin Durant. I mean, <laughs> Kevin Durant beat Kobe Bryant. Sorry, I had... For some reason, like my screen got cut, and I couldn't move over to the guy who actually lost. But yeah, Kobe had 27.9 to Kevin Durant's 28, and then uh, David Thompson had 27.1 to George Gerben's 27.2. I was going to say that. That was super deep. That was like that, the enemy is the inner me type shit. I was like, damn, that was <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant beat, beat Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. That's dope. <laughs> so deep. Incredible. Yeah, so, oh, so deep. Uh, congrats, Ted, on winning that one with a choice of a shack. Um, so... Let's start our rundown by talking with uh, Jay's terrible nickname and the team that he plays for. Uh, the Celtics are playing very well. They have been on a bit of a, a hot ten, a tear lately. They're a legit contender. They're not right now fourth place, sitting at forty-two and twenty-eight. Let's talk. Do we think they're a legit contender coming out of the East, or do you think this is just a, a spurt that they're having towards the end of the season, and they're probably not going to actually go far in the playoffs? Uh, sorry, Jay, go first. Um, yeah, I mean, they're eight and two in their last 10. They have been playing much, much better since the trade deadline. Uh, Jason Tatum, especially has been playing really, really well. Um, and defensively, like they're just, they're, I think they're the third overall defense in, in the entirety of the NBA right now. Uh, and so the like defensive rating is first. Right yeah. Now. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. their defense is a problem. And we talked about this a little bit after the trade deadline when they went to, and got Derek white. Like I felt very strongly that if, if they could, just lean into defense and then leverage the two guys on their team that can basically get them 30 on any given night, that that was potentially a formula for success. And it has been like the second half of the season. This has been a really, really good team. And I think when it comes to the playoffs, like, you know, I think back to the heat team that made the playoffs in the bubble or made the finals in the bubble. Now, granted, those were weird circumstances because of the bubble, but like a lot of times this stuff just comes down to like, who's getting hot at the right time. And like, Boston is creeping up the standings in the Eastern Conference. If the playoffs were to start today, they'd play the Bulls um, in the first round. We can talk about the Bulls later. I don't know how I feel about the Bulls in that matchup, however. Um, But even then, like the way that Philly's been playing as of late, um, there's also the potential for Boston to sneak into that third spot. And so like from a playoff matchup perspective – they're lined up really well. They're playing super, super well right now as well. Um, and they're just getting hot at the right time. Like this could be one of those teams where it's just like, oh my God, like I like it would be shock it would be a little shocking, but I the way that they're playing right now with Tatum and and Jalen Brown and that defense playing at that level and Derek White like not shooting at all, but like still being a problem while fast PP is doing his thing on the from the three point range. Like, um yeah, I don't know, man. Like That's anything can happen in the playoffs. The name. It's, the, it's the worst. It's, it's the just, worst nickname. It's the, it's the worst nickname. <laughs> I, just, I love calling him that. Uh, but no, man. I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, like they, they decided to lean into defense really hard, and it's, it's worked out like super, super well. Shout out to Ime Udoka for like making the adjustments that are necessary, and like they're just getting good defensive play out of like Robert Williams. They're getting good defense play out of Marcus Smart. Like 
they're 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 formidable. They they definitely lack some size um, to go up like against the Sixers and against Milwaukee. But they're uh, shit. They beat the shit out of who did they play last night? Oh, they played. They beat Milwaukee. It was like yeah, one thirty eight to yeah. But oh. I will say this: Giannis didn't play. Oh no, that was Minnesota. No, that, was Minnesota. that was Minnesota. That was Minnesota. Sorry, that was the, they beat the Nuggets. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yes. by twenty points. But by by twenty. But yes, but, and that and I will say this: that game, that was Jokic's like worst game in like statistically game in like three years. So I yeah. think that that was Boston's defense doing a great job. Well, and, and over the last couple of weeks too, like they have just been like destroying fools. Like outside of that Mavericks Celtics game last Sunday, like they have just been like destroying fools. Like you look at these last three games: one twenty four, one hundred four, one twenty six, ninety seven, one ten, eighty eight. Now, granted, that's a Kings team. Team, a Nuggets team where Jokic played bad and a Warriors team where like Steph was out during that game after getting hit by Marcus Smart but like I mean they're just like putting it on teams right now it's 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 been interesting Dad, what's your thoughts on the Celtics um I'm not buying I'm just not I've been burned too many times by them in the past uh I, I think they I it's think a buyer beware situation round. Jay makes a really good point they're getting hot at the right time. I'm also yeah. concerned by their lack of depth. And don't get me wrong, I understand the playoffs benches get a little tighter. Um, but they have – their core guys have played a lot of minutes this year. Like a lot of minutes. Um, and that doesn't bode well for you when you get into a seven-game series rock fight, which, granted, both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are you know older, have more experience now, but – those their teams the past couple of seasons have had a tendency to fold when uh, in a place that, like when when faced with adversity in the playoffs so look they're playing really well um jay made a good point i think lack of size is going to hurt them in the playoffs because like it's going to hurt them from an interior defense standpoint al, Har- al Horford's just not a great defender in his in his current age um but it's going to hurt them from an interior defense standpoint and from a rebounding standpoint, which uh, those are two pretty important pieces of the puzzle when it comes to winning playoff games, actually winning games in general. Um, but look, they're playing well right now. They went, they're, they're eight and two in their last 10. Those include some pretty good wins. They also include wins over like the Pistons and the, like um, the, uh, the, the, Stephless Warriors, the Kings, who I, I will, I'll admit are are showing signs of of life, um, and they did they did beat the the Nets and the Grizzlies both, um, but like I'm not prepared to anoint these guys. I, in my opinion, right now, I think the East still goes through Milwaukee. Um, I agree, which is another I, I team agree. that's been that's been playing significantly like well um, over the most recent stretch, but. Um, yeah, look, I mean, whatever, they're playing well. They're I'm not trying to discredit them by any means, but they're just not I I like I'm as a title contender, no, selling that. Okay. Yeah, Jay also took like a 90% of my points that I was going to make, so <laughs> I didn't really have much else to contribute. No, that's okay. I mean, look, I I understand. I think I agree where you say that it's a that's definitely it's it's all going through Milwaukee. I think Miami has been very good this whole season, obviously, even with all the injuries, injuries that they've had to deal with. Congrats, uh, Tad, and to Tyler Hero for getting that sixth man of the year. I like At this point, I do not understand how anyone else will have it. Um, that's my opinion. But also, He might get most improved player as well. He might win both. Uh, it's a possibility because, I mean, 
Or they might give most improved player to DeMar DeRozan as a like, hey, you had a great season uh, after having also good seasons, but we weren't paying attention. Uh, now they are because he's in Chicago. But like, yeah, I understand, you know, uh, Milwaukee seems to be, and I, I think it's just outside of a, what was it, rookie season for Jason Tatum when they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and took LeBron to seven, right? Yeah. Outside of that, like, yeah, they, they constantly fold. And I know they have a great defense. But this might be one of the weird times where their offense is what ends up holding them back. Because, like, yeah, Jason Tatum. Who who else Jaylen scores Brown. on that team outside of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Marcus what Smart I mean, sometimes. What else do you need, though? Like, this is that, that's my whole thing. Is like, what other teams have, like, they need four guys to score. Like, they have two guys that they can, like, anchor. One guy can lead one unit. The other guy can lead one unit. They can play together. Like, they both defend. Yeah, but, in like, in the playoffs when teams ratchet up defensive intensity and like are locking those guys down, like when you need a a key bucket down the stretch and you can't really rely on one of them, like who do you go to? Is it fucking Dennis Schroeder? Is it Marcus Smart? Smart? Dennis Schroeder's not even there anymore. Oh, that's yeah. Sorry. My, my mistake. Either way. Like, okay. Then let let it fly. Yeah. Like, are (laughs) are you going to fucking Al Horford? Like they're, they're, Right in the uh, elbow, baby. Their second, their second leading scorer of the season is Marcus Smart, averaging twelve points a game. Like, yep. I'm sorry, I'm not trusting the ball in that guy's hands on offense. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I think you're probably yeah. I mean, that's probably who you defer to I at that point. I truly think but. that's where where they end up. I think that's where they fall short. They need one, uh, at least one other scoring option. Well, that's where like that's why they brought in Dennis Schroeder, but it just didn't work out. No, it didn't work because he he just didn't really do much and they needed somebody who was more going to be more of a playmaker which is why they brought in Derek white even though Derek white's been offensively has been bad for them it's also what i i find fascinating is that dennis schroeder uh has somehow been worse in houston than he <laughs> yeah. was in boston this season Boy, and he like, was not good in boston what a what a like just fall he was actually like contributing and then just all of a sudden yeah, things, yeah. Got, things got weird there in LA. He should have taken that contract and fucking just ran yeah, with just it. Just ran with it, yeah. Like Nerlens Noel never took that contract either. That's mm-hmm. one that I always think about. Yeah, that's a tough one. A Dallas or guy had like Dallas, a yeah. basically max deal, turned that down and got nothing. And got has nine million. Never, yeah, has never made that kind of money ever since. Yep, and never will. Never will. Nope. Unless he has a, like a monster season, dude. Like, like that. That about. might be enough to drive me to take a toaster bath. Yeah, <laughs> like I assume I mean, that's where you were going. I was just like, deal. I was trying to figure out how is he going to say commit suicide without saying commit suicide. He will at at this point in his career with his uh his next his next like the money that he's owed over his next two seasons, he'll end up at fifty five million dollars. Well, didn't didn't he also sue his I mean, hey, that's his representation point, and win? Yeah, you mean Rich Paul? Nine. Oh, was it Rich Paul? Yeah, I, I yeah. thought so. Yeah, he sued his representation and he won. So, like, he won some money out of that. But, yeah, that was uh, not great. Not great, buddy. He he turned down... Uh, I think it was, like, a $44 million contract. Literally, no, $70. $70 million. <sighs> $17.5 million a year. He, by the... After, after this year and the next two years, he will have, st- like, over his entire career, still made less than what he would have made off of that one contract. Oh, wow. Good Lord. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, he signed a fucking four point two million dollar deal after rejecting that. Wow. Jay, you might be onto something with the Mavericks not ever being able to get Luca enough help considering they're the ones who offered Nerlens Noel that contract. <laughs> I told you. 
Hey, Spencer Dinwiddie's been helping. Mm, that's fair. I also, mean, they're this, not this behooves a, a larger conversation, but I think Rich Paul has ruined the NBA. We can talk about that at a later date. But no, you're not going to get much fight from me. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's a little. It, 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 he has a lot of people on his payroll that are not, or not payroll. Like a lot of his clients have become just babies and drama queens. And so Divas. Like, well, Divas. Let's move it on. If you're not winning, I don't want to hear it. If you're winning like LeBron, complain all you want. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm still not going to be a fan of it. But you're bringing championships, so nobody can say shit. But if you're not doing anything and complaining, I don't want to hear you, damn. Like nothing from you. Not nearly enough championships. Yeah, that's also true. And like we've talked about this through text. Like yet, like yet again, LeBron outside of outside of the Heat, and that's that's because of Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Brody playing him in uh, winning time. Or not what Adam Brody, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Uh, I always do yeah. That. I haven't watched I, that episode always. yet. I'll be watching that this I evening. Seen it. So. Yeah, I'm watch I it watched it this morning. I watched it for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, I won't say shit, but yeah, I actually think the show's been good. But yeah, Pat Riley and uh, Eric Spolstra, like they're the, that's the only time that anyone's ever been able to recover from LeBron James joining their team because I do not think the Lakers are recovering. They're not for a little bit. The I Lakers. mean, they'll be fine by the time he yeah, leaves. Yeah, how long have we been saying that though? They won a championship. Yeah, they oh, did. I know but that, then, but... like prior to that, like they were fucking struggle Nothing. city. Yeah. So for a while, they and they're gonna, so they, it's looking like that's going to continue to be. So I, I yeah, have, I mean, I'm here, just saying, fair. like, I'm not saying yes. He, well, I already said LeBron gets the bitch because he brings the championships, but also LeBron ruins your your franchise for like five years. Uh, yeah, once but he you, leaves. you sacrifice that for a championship. You blow it all up for that one shiny moment. Yeah. Like March Madness. And that kid, they got a technical for holding onto the rim in Illinois. And I just, literally just saw that before we jumped on. I didn't really know. I was like, yeah, oh, that sucks. Speaking of that sucks, the Chicago Bulls are playing like ass lately. Uh, and they've slipped from being the first seed, truly. Like just two months, a month ago, they were the first seed. And now they are dropped all the way down the fifth, 41 and 29. Um, gentlemen, do we think the Bulls need to be panicking? Or what's what's going on here? Chicago land. Tad, let's, I mean, let's be honest. Tad, you're the world's greatest Bulls fan. Let's hear your opinion. Leading authority. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of knew that the Bulls winning a championship this year was a little bit of a pipe dream, but I think like it was, you know what? I I enjoyed that ride while it lasted. That was, uh, it was a good time. yeah, I mean the injuries uh, that the, like the team has has run into. Um, they look like they're just kind of running out of gas. Um, the defensive intensity isn't there. Uh, something that Jay harped on all season, which hadn't really reared its head until recently, is their lack of interior size. Um, which something that I don't think people take account for is that. That glare that that becomes more and more glaringly an issue down the stretch of a season because like as players kind of start to take a beating in the post uh, and you don't have fresh bodies to spell those guys, uh, you know obviously that's going to affect like your health, your conditioning, uh, things of that nature. Were the Bulls ever really a title contender? It's hard to say. I think they. I I I do think that the the injuries and the things that they've dealt with this season continue to be prime evidence of the fact that Michael Jordan sold his soul or not sold his soul, <laughs> sold out the bulls of the future 
for his six championships. Um, <laughs> which, like, I mean, look, personal glory there, sure. Yeah, the guys in the future, who cares? That's their fucking problem, not my village, not my idiots, you know? Um, the thing is, like, they're not playing terribly the the, the defense well, is just this west coast trip has been rough well i, I was I, I was i was i should have said they're not t- playing terribly offensively uh they cannot stop they can't guard anybody no it, it's like it's and it, when, it's, it's gotten progressively and progressively worse and it's tough to watch man it, yeah. it is when caruso got back we had the one good game but like it's it's very 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 like they're also like very often lazy on defense and that ends up having a thing i will say lonzo's gonna be coming back soon and today patrick williams returns against the raptors yeah i did not see that coming that's awesome no we'll, me neither um we'll see we'll see what's happening i also did see it's uh, just sidebar fun little story apparently billy donovan's wife would bake cookies for patrick williams unless he would was feeling better so that's adorable uh billy donovan's <laughs> wife helping out the helping out the paw get better um but yeah Great, i don't you. know we get it's yet another one of our better defensive players coming back. And then, you know, once Lonzo gets back. Two, I would argue. Yeah. Like we. Oh, I, I, sorry. I see what you, yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking Tonight Lonzo, is, but yeah. Yeah. Is Paul. And then Lonzo comes back eventually. It will help. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, this team, I mean, Tristan Thompson surprisingly has been good. I'm not like, not, he hasn't been amazing, but he has. Tristan Thompson helpful. has been fine. He's yeah. Just fine. He's like, he's but just fine. It's very clear that the Bulls need some big men. He can't move laterally, like, no. at no. all. And so, like, it's because of his yeah. fucked up fucking posture. Yeah. Big old childbearing hips. Dude, he, like, <laughs> he, he, like, the, the, the thing about the guy is he looks like he's got, like, a pot belly and, like, he's out of shape, but I'm pretty sure it's just the fucking way he stands. He has the weirdest, he has, like, an S shaped body. And I mean, it, it, like, maybe and it's I don't know. I, I'm like, does his fucking chest stick out so far because his ass is so big that it pushes everything else far, like forward? His ass has a I gravitational pull, or no, a reverse. Gra- like it's a magnet and it's too uh, right, too positive. Concave going each now, other, man. Just pushing. <laughs> um, I will say this. Yeah, I'm excited for Patrick Williams to come back and Lonzo Ball, but I don't know how much of an answer a second year player is, and how no. uh, much like help you're you're going to get from your your like basically third or fourth scoring option, but they were playing really well when Lonzo was healthy. Um, I do think that is one thing that they, they really don't have a true point guard outside of Lonzo. Um, because they're relying on IO at this point. Who's a rookie. You can't just expect the rookie to be running the entire offense. I truly hope that I'm wrong and that those guys come back and it's like fucking gangbusters, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried. That like, I think they're 0 and 18 against the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. That's uh, no, no, they're 0 and 18 against the top uh, three teams in both conference. So, oh, all three better. teams. Who is it? The, so, it, the three teams is the Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, as Warriors. well as Phoenix, Memphis, and the Warriors. Yeah, we uh, just. I uh, mean, we've been getting I think, destroyed. I think it was like the top teams in the NBA. We've only. Well, it doesn't make sense because they continually put Brooklyn in top teams despite being in eighth place. Uh, we beat them twice, uh, and then we beat the Jazz, uh, and then I think, and we beat Boston. And those are like yeah, the but that's what I mean. Though, like, I mean the, the 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 top echelon teams in the league. Like, not only have we lost to them in a lot of cases, we've just gotten destroyed, Asshole. like absolutely destroyed. And so, like, you know, I, I think Tad hit on a lot of the stuff, right? Like, they don't rebound. It's a notable. Like, the worst part is like, it's it's the lack of 
like it's how many offensive rebounds we give up. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and Vooch is a good rebounder, but beyond him, like we don't really There's have nobody. much around him. No. And so like, if he's getting boxed out, like we lose so many offensive rebounds where it's just like the second chance opportunities are a huge, huge problem for this Bulls team. I will say and this, then, yeah. something that I've noticed for the team, all of the wing players, they, le- they leak out the second the ball's in the air. And guess what happens for all those offensive rebounds? They land in the mid-range to three-point yeah. level, and then a point guard picks it up. And, like, that's all it is. It's like they don't run back and get them because the ball lands right where the guy was just standing. Yeah, if, I mean, it's been, if, it's been a problem. If a lot of the wing players just stood still, more rebounds would be happening. But guess who does that? Players like Lonzo and Caruso. They stay. They don't run. They do. Yeah, Lonzo's a good rebounder, which would help our rebounding overall. The rebounding's been a problem all year. The, the lack of size has been a problem all year. Yeah, ex- the thing is, is like, like if, you're, if you're sitting here and be like, oh, I hope our two six-foot-five guards come back so we can get more rebounding, that's not that's not something you want to be talking well, about. Well, shit, we've got two six-foot-six power forwards. Like, yeah. it's just we're, just, we're just too small. Um, and the defense has been, I mean, there, there's no, it's been atrocious. Like, yeah. we, I think we lost to the Kings by, like, 22 and granted, yeah, De'Aaron Fox has been on a recent hot run, but like not that hot. And we were close, and then they just no, no, blew no. us. We were down. One, uh, we lost one twelve to one hundred three to the Kings. Oh, the I ass whipping. We, we were was definitely Phoenix, down by one twenty nine to one hundred two. Ah, yes. Okay, I don't know. The whole West Coast tour was not fun to watch. Yeah. That was a lot of bad basketball. But we've got Toronto tonight, and uh, you know, let's see what let's see what P Dub comes when he comes back. Give That's him. Nice. He probably comes off the bench. Would be my guess. He probably gets like maybe. 13 to 15 minutes. I was going to say, literally, it's funny you say 13 to 15 because I was literally just about to say 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my guess. That'd be my guess. But Perfect. I'm excited to have him back. I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think he was going to come back this year. I didn't think he was going to come back either. Um, I was going to say, this isn't on our roster, but speaking of not coming back, in obvious news, both uh, Damian Lillard and Zion are not coming back. Zion, I thought for a second there, when but now it doesn't. I don't I thought there was a chance he might. A couple I mean, weeks look, ago, the Pelicans they were now tied for ninth place with the Lakers. Like, can we talk was, about my genius idea that I texted up. you guys about? You did have a good idea. I now forgot. Send it again. Sh- share share uh, it with the audience. The this Pelicans draft Chet Holmgren, oh. and they have him follow Zion Williamson around. And whenever Zion Williamson orders food, Chet Holmgren eats it. So Chet I, Holmgren bulks up. Yes. Zion Williamson slims down. Two words. Super team. <laughs> <laughs> Superhumans. Um, the fact that they haven't because... already been doing this with Brandon Ingram is astounding to me. But you know what? We got to start somewhere. Let's start with Chet Holmes. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because I, I, I was watching Chet a couple Holmgren. of those March Madness Sorry. games. And he, I, he is very clearly a good player. But holy fuck, is he skinny? And he was getting banged so around small, by the Memphis dude. team. Like, well, and like you look at guys like Jabari Smith, like you watch him in those games, you're like, okay, if that guy puts muscle on, I can see where the muscle will go. Yeah, I don't know where the muscle's gonna go on Chet. He's so fucking skinny. Like well, I mean, it's just, he's he just doesn't look like, like Kevin he doesn't Durant. appear to have a frame. He'll have the that, exact same muscle well, build pe- as Kevin Durant. Who's people also, keep Kevin comparing like 240. him. People keep comparing him to Kevin Durant, and I'm just he's like, 240. He's 195, bro. There's no, there's no, no, no comparison Durant to Kevin Durant. Oh, oh. Like Kevin, I just I don't Kevin see the Durant Kevin I don't see the Kevin Durant comparison at, at all. No, Kevin Durant tall, skinny. is a like like it was like people used to, people compare Brandon Ingram to Kevin Durant. I'm like why? Because he's long and skinny and can yep. shoot the three. That's it. And still don't yeah. see it. I think Chess probably got okay handles. He's probably Joe a little bit more. Sean Bradley. No, no. I think, no, I think probably. <laughs> I think he's probably more like <clears throat> like 
like a slightly more athletic Kristaps, I would say. That's kind of like the 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 comp that I've got for him. Like his his style of play is like very much like Grant, and also a better, better playmaker. Kristaps not a playmaker, but I think like a slightly more athletic Kristaps uh, is like kind of what I'm seeing. Watching him play is unsettling. Every time he like jumps, I'm like, he's gonna snap his leg in half. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. The same thing this weekend. Yeah, I was just like, I oh was, god, oh god. The whole time, every don't game I him, had him delicate. on, I was just like, oh please, please, don't hurt yourself, man. You're <laughs> so small. Yeah, I, like he's he's big as fuck. He's tall. Like wasn't Short. he like seven two or seven something? One, like that? Yeah. Seven he's one, but like he's se- he's seven feet tall with a seven six wingspan. And Great. he's a hundred pounds. Like it's not it's I'm just like, ooh, I know what he looks like an anime character. Dude. It's Imagine weird. getting boxed out by that guy. That has to be the most fucking painful thing because his fucking just, rigid yeah. ass bones are just like a like a bag through. of Rubik's cubes. Just, <laughs> just, like, just, just, <laughs> just, just like a pouch full of loose CDs. Just, just right into your right into your fucking sternum. That has to be so unpleasant. <laughs> Oh, I'm proud of that one. Uh, I, I mean, I'm too. That was very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is that was on the rundown. We can talk about it. Let's go back to some things on uh, the rundown. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves have been playing very well. I think what are they? Are they ten and one? The ten? Yeah, they're ten and one in their last eleven. Yeah, they've been playing their ass off. Uh, I don't. I think their only loss also was to Dallas. Correct. If I'm not mistaken, uh, that's true. I believe you are correct. Which is a very funny thought to pro- like, because again, Dallas is playing well. Uh, but yeah, they've been playing. They got on a. They're currently on a four-game win streak. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they they lost to the Magic. Oh, that's right. One eighteen to one ten. So well, nobody they had a, for that team. <laughs> they had a six-game win streak followed by a four-game win streak. So yeah, they are ten and one. Um, in the last eleven games, they've been playing very well. They, like we said, they beat the shit out of the Bucks, one thirty-eight to one nineteen. As, as just before that, out. they fucking throttled the Lakers, one twenty-four to one hundred four. They beat the Spurs, one forty-nine to one thirty-nine. They beat the Heat, one thirteen to one hundred four. Like that's oh, they beat the game. shit out of the Trailblazers, one twenty-four to eighty-one. I watched that Spurs game, and that was I, just absurd shots being made. All game long, it was the most. It, I, I felt like I was watching a 2002 fucking Mavericks King game. Yeah, not to date I, myself too much, but no, just a preposterous game. Um, I I will say this. I just I can see this now. Their last game of the season is against the Bulls. So that'll be fun. Ooh, we should try to see if we can go to that. Uh, yeah, at the Bull, at Bulls. It says. When is it? Uh, Flying Sunday, for, April 10th. Flying for the yeah. weekend, Nikki. Uh, no, I got work. I already know I have work. I already, I already got that schedule. Fuck your job, dude. Uh, Bulls basketball. Gang, Anyways. gang, fuck your job. <laughs> um, Yo, fuck work. I'm going to still go, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this team. I mean, uh, one of these games, I don't remember which one, Cat dropped 60. Like They've clearly, this whole team's been playing very well. Patrick Beverly has helped, you know, I feel like, I feel like he has done a better job of what Jimmy Butler was trying to do and, like, getting sort of, like, some aggression out of these kids and also Anthony Edwards, I think has also helped with getting that like competitiveness into this Minnesota Timberwolves team. But Jay, let's talk a little bit. What's your thoughts on this Timberwolves team and who currently sit what seventh? 
They're six. Six. They they cracked the six spot yesterday. Yeah. Like they won a game six, against Denver yeah. that they needed to win. Or pardon me, against Milwaukee that they needed to win to get past Denver, and Denver lost. So like they're they're out of the plan as it currently stands. I think they're only one game ahead of Denver, and uh, they're uh, tied forty two and thirty. But the, they have the season series. Yeah, man. I mean, look, like Cat had a pretty meh season to start at this rate like over the last couple months since basically the entirety of the second half and i shouldn't say meh like meh for cat uh to start the season but like he was an all-star like he was great he's playing all nba level basketball right now and and has been most of this year but these last this last stretch i mean the game the other night where he dropped 60 with 17 rebounds he also shot like 64 percent from three and over the last 10 games dude's putting up like 29 a game with 12 boards shooting 45 percent from three i mean it is a he is playing like NBA, all set, all NBA, like center basketball right now. But like, he's really leading the charge. And they're just like, I don't know, man. They're young. They're fun. Like we've we've talked about that team a lot, mostly in a joking manner over the over the past couple of years. But like, they've got some fun pieces. Like you know, Anthony Edwards is really fun to start the season. He's taking a little bit of a step back. You know, D'Angelo Russell's he's fine, but he's staying out of the way enough. They play like. Good enough defense. Patrick Beverly, you know, he's a very polarizing figure. Some people absolutely hate loathe him. him. Some him. people tolerate him. I wouldn't say to anybody, like, unless you're like, unless you went to Marshall High School, I don't think anybody actually loves Patrick Beverly at this rate. <laughs> like, even me, like, I, I'm from Chicago and I used to ride for Patrick Beverly, but he's just like an agitator in a way that's just he's, like, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, what do they call him? Uh, uh, he's like, uh, what are the, the fighters in fucking hockey. It's just like, if he's on your team, you love him, but if he's not on yeah. your team, you fucking hate him. Yeah. He's a goon. He's a, a goon. goon. Thank you. I don't um, know why so he's like, he's like AJ Pruszynski. Like, he's just that guy. We are just like, <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. But then if he's on, he's on your team, it's just like, like, that's yeah. my asshole. Um, but they're fun, man. And they're just like, I mean, even the other night when they beat the shit out of the, the, the Lakers, they're just like a, there's a newly, like, there's like a renewed swagger from this team. Cause they got fucking like, after the Jimmy Butler failure, basically, they just like, they took a massive, like five, ten steps backwards before they kind of got back on track. And they've been fun all year, man. Like, shout out to Chris Finch. Like, they went out and got him right away after they let go of Ryan Saunders because, like, he was a highly sought after assistant coach. And he's really whipped that shape into team, that, that team into shape, man. Like, I, I really like the Timberwolves team. And, like, they would be, they would be a not fun team to play in the first round. I don't see them getting out of the first round because, like, at this rate, they're probably going to play the Warriors and, like, they likely lose that series. But, they're not going to be fun to play in the first round. Like they're going to, I don't, I wouldn't want to play Minnesota in the first round. I'll say that much. Like if I'm one of those like top end teams, like if I'm Phoenix or if I'm uh, uh golden state, like even Memphis for that matter, like Memphis, actually Memphis, Minnesota would be a really fun, be fun first round series. I don't Which think we're going to get that. Have been had they dropped, had they stayed at seven, but you know. yeah, but uh, I don't think we're going to get that, but yeah, I wouldn't want to play Minnesota in the first round. Yeah, I understand. Tab, what do you th- what's your thoughts on uh, Minnesota so far? No, right, if the season ends Taylor. today, the Timberwolves get out of the first round. Get out of the first round? Yeah, they will. They make the second round. They play the Warriors if season ended today. Yeah, no you Steph think, Curry. Well, Steph Curry would be back before the playoffs start. I'm saying, but if the season, ended, ended, today, season ended today, Steph Curry wouldn't be oh, back. Oh, 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 yeah, sure, sure. That's yeah, the yeah. only. But my point, my larger point, is that's the only way they make it out of the first round is yeah. if the season ended today. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't for them. So, um, yeah, playoff odds, good. They're gonna make them. Yeah. Are they gonna do anything? Likely not. I will say, if I am the Warriors, I do not look forward to that matchup much, like Jay said. And honestly. 
that's I think the the Wolves' best case scenario right now is to stand pat at the six seed and hope you draw the Warriors at the three seed. Yeah. I truly think that's their best opportunity to win a series. I the Warriors have obviously been pretty fucking good all season, um, but they're also really young. Not a lot of playoff experience on that team outside of uh, the obviously like the usual suspects, your Steph's, Clay's, Draymond. Um, that is an opportunity for a young, hungry team to like get out of the first round is if they play the Warriors. Um, having said that, I just I don't really see it. Um, it's been enjoyable. I'm really happy for Cat. I think he's been playing really, really, really well. Um, Anthony Edwards is the fucking most entertaining dude in basketball. He's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, they just kind of have like a cool, like fun team. Um, well, this like, is like the this is like the you know the early years of them when it, remember when everybody was excited and like everybody was so happy because it was like oh they're a fun young team and there's like potential and then that potential disappeared once Jimmy Butler showed up and it was like no now you have to do work and no one gave a fuck that, about them. I would argue that uh, Tom Thibodeau might have been the uh, more of the the issue there. Uh, talk about a guy that just wears out his welcome. Uh, I know it's two uh, two times in a row where he has a a wonderful first season and then a second season that's just absolute trash. Yeah, I mean it sounds like they're going to keep him in New York, but I at this rate he probably lasts one more season. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't um, think he's hanging out there anymore. He's like Scott. He's like Scott Skiles. Like he comes in and like he'll get you like one winning season, and you're just like this guy's too much. We got to get him out know, of here. Yeah. And shout out Malik Beasley has been a decent contributor for them, although very inefficient. Uh, you know, how efficient can you be when you're coming off a stint in prison? But, you know, still, um, he's been uh, – what a true uh, success story that is. A former felon, you know, contributing <laughs> on an player. NBA team. Um, <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt. Don't, don't think there have ever been many team. of those, to tell you the truth. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They're young. They're fun. Like, if you don't like this team, like, you, there's something wrong with you. You know, they they're they're good defensively. They're good offensively. Carl Anthony Towns is fucking must-see TV. Anthony Edwards. Just watch a montage of his fucking press conferences. Like, yeah. how can you not root for that guy? So that guy fun. just seems like all he wants to do is run out and play basketball and cash million-dollar checks. And God bless him. I think that's what we all <laughs> really want. I'd love to do that. You know? So, <laughs> uh, Doesn't yeah. sound too and bad. And also, you know, uh, I, I, also, I, I also really love when a young team has success with a, like, you know, uh, uh, young is relative here because I'm pretty sure Chris Finch is, is in his fifties, but like a, like a, you know, Chris Finch, this is his first head coaching stint, you know? And so this guy's having success with like this young team. Like that's fun. That's cool. Like I'll be rooting for them if they make the playoffs. Uh, like, fuck yeah. Good for them. Um, I don't know that they, you know, have an opportunity to like really make any noise, but if they do, you're they're, they're playing with fucking house money. You got nothing yeah. to lose. Nobody expected you to finish like this this high in the west right now nobody expected this how can you not root for these guys they're great yeah good for them fun yeah good for them uh and as we already said if they if the you know this is what the standings stay at they will play the warriors and as we already mentioned a little bit steph curry went down uh after that game against the celtics it was uh marcus smart and him were going towards the ball marcus smart dove for said ball but mostly landed on his leg and he got hurt and uh, do you guys not remember what he's out for? It's, I don't even I say it's like two weeks. I think it was two weeks. I know it's not like super Sprain long. ligament in his it was ankle. a foot uh, injury. In two weeks, he will be reevaluated. Um, yeah, which is not promising. 
No. So, I mean, he's a little hurt. So, let's talk. What do we think? Uh, do you think that the Warriors' chances of a championship this year are probably done, or do you think he's capable of coming back and they can make that push? Did the Warriors have do, – do we consider them a contender all year? For the majority of the year. I think they I had think, a they had a slip there when they lost Draymond, but as soon yeah. as Draymond came back, it was just like, all right, well, the guy that like is the linchpin to their defense is back, and so things should not start to move a little bit more smoothly. And, and then Steph got Then, of course, Steph go down, goes down, and, yeah. and that hurts. I really think that's all it is. It's like they're a very good team, and it's like, you know, as long as Draymond and Steph are playing, they're going to be winning. I think the biggest issue with them, like considering them, a, I, I, I don't consider them a championship contender. I think obviously like, I think the Suns are number one. Steph, Steph Curry, like obviously still always kind of makes you a contender. The biggest issue that I, I think that team has is they're too reliant on a lot of young guys who are having like fucking career defining seasons um, that are very out of the norm for them. Um, now that's not to say that these guys won't consistently play at the level that they're playing at. But it's a huge unknown. And banking on relatively obscure players to help you carry your team to a championship is just frankly not a recipe for success in the NBA or any other league. Um, There's a lot to be – I I think experience gets harped on a little too much, but there is still a lot to be said about it, especially like you get down 2-0 in a fucking playoff series. You've got veteran guys in the locker room who have seen that before. They know how to like keep your mind right and keep you in the game and, and, you know, prepared to, you know, fight back from that 2-0 deficit. And maybe you're down 2-1 going into game four. Um, I just think banking on guys like Jordan Poole, Gary Payton to be a uh, and well, and fucking not a young guy, but, fucking Kevon Looney like as your number one as your as your as your primary big yeah not ideal um step injury hurts uh he'll probably be he'll obviously likely be back in time for the playoffs but I still don't think it moves the needle enough for them to be a, considered a championship contender yeah I mean the other thing that hurts them is like Andrew Wiggins has been so bad the second half of the season like even he over the last ten games, he got that all star nod. He he's, that. I mean, he's gone. He's gone back to the Andrew Wiggins that we all hated. Um, like he's shooting thirty percent from three over the last ten games. Like um, he's only averaging about fourteen points per game, which is down about three points from his like season average. He's been pretty bad since Draymond got back. Since Clay got back, uh, they've still been like force feeding Clay, which the the hopes were that like Clay would get things, and he did go off for like what thirty eight the other day. So like that was good, but yeah, I I feel like there's they've had a lot of injuries and mishaps this year that lead to a potential uh, lackluster and disappointing uh, exit from the playoffs this year. And and this only exacerbates that because like Steph had had a, for a Steph, like a bad shooting year all year and was like just starting to figure things out again. And to go down like this when they're still like, when Draymond just got back and they're trying to get all the pieces together, it's just really bad timing. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Cause like the problem is if he gets evaluated in two weeks, that means he's probably not back for a month. And like, so he comes back like right before the playoffs. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it, it doesn't bode well for the warriors though. Yeah, it definitely hurts. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a uh, pretty apt by both of you guys. Is there anything else you want to talk about that? Nothing for me. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job here. That was uh-huh. efficient. Yeah, let's that. do some plugs. You can follow me on Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. Yeah, and you can follow me at uh, J underscore Keyless on Instagram. You can follow me at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. And if you're on TikTok, you can follow at Valley Ghostbusters. All right. Well, 
it's another episode, almost an issue, but I said episode, of NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, mostly jump shit. Thank you so much for listening. For Jay, for Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA. Enjoy the rest of your day. When Nikki's not recording, he's Eugene.